Hi, and welcome back to the How to Decorate podcast from Ballard Designs. We want to teach you how to decorate your home and unleash your inner decorator. So we'll be interviewing interior designers, stylists, and other talents in the design world, sharing the trials and triumphs of our own homes, and also answering your decorating questions. I'm Caroline. I run the Ballard Designs blog, How to Decorate. And I'm Taryn, and I'm in product design at Ballard. And I'm Karen, and I head up branding at Ballard. We're your hosts. Hello. So our guest today is interior designer Kate Singer. She is a designer here in New York, where we are here this morning, and out in Long Island. Her work has been featured in Traditional Home Magazine, Lux Magazine, New York Cottage and Garden, and Veranda. I'm sure lots of others, too, that I haven't named. But um, And we also partnered with you on the 2016 Hampton Designer Showhouse by Traditional Home. We did. That's how One we met. One of my favorite showhouse rooms ever. It okay. I have to tell you that that is one of our most pinned. So we, you know, we did our feature on the blog of your space, and then we did a little interview with Kate, and that is like one of our most pinned wow. rooms. It was ever. stunning. I it mean, it was stunning. Really <laughs> spectacular. I loved it, and I loved all of your products that were in it. It well, okay. Maybe just let's start there, and like you can tell Talk us all about, about it, and like what your inspiration was, and all that good stuff. Um, well, anytime I'm working in the Hamptons, the inspiration is, of course, the beautiful landscape, you know, the colors of the sea and the sky and the sand. And it's just the most, one of the most beautiful places I've ever lived in or worked in. Um, and then I just kind of took the cue from from outside and, and shopping your incredible products, the, uh, the fabrics, the textures, everything I wanted, I found so easily. Um, you know, the furniture and the fabrics and the accessories. Mm-hmm. And there was a lot of Suzanne Kassler product in there. She's one of my favorites. There was some Bunny Williams in there, another mm-hmm. one of my favorites. <laughs> um, so it was it was easy to do, actually. <laughs> and, uh, you know, yeah. also so mixed easy. in some of like Bunny Williams' home. I did. Right? I so did. some of the higher end versions of our designers. Right. With the Ballard 7, it was great mix. Thank mm. you. I think it, it is all about the mix. You know, taking a little bit of old, a little bit of new, and making things feel mm. curated and layered and collected is, to me, what, what a great room is all about. So there was this gorgeous, like, I don't know if it, I felt like it was Chinese, but like this gorgeous screen over the fireplace. And that seemed to be the inspiration. For the whole space. Absolutely, Caroline. I, I It was one of the first things I picked. It was a de, de Gournay screen, hand-painted, um, specifically for that room. But yes, it mm. definitely was the catalyst and the driving force behind the you know the color palette and kind of the mood of the room. And um, it sold right out of that show house to a <laughs> client of mine here in the city. But um, yeah, it was definitely was a really was special gorgeous. piece. Yeah. It was sort of like a would you say it was cornflower blue? It, it was. was. And the irony is I had um, selected a color palette that was a lot softer than that cornflower blue. And when it came in and we unpacked it, um, my assistant Cassidy said to me, this is a lot brighter than we ordered. And, um, and at first I was very upset. And then as we started to pull the room together, I thought, you know what? It's perfect. Mm-hmm. And sometimes things happen wrongly for a reason and they just work out. And that's, mm-hmm. it, But it was a much... Um, deeper, more beautiful blue mm-hmm. than we thought it would be. That's Were you funny. excited yeah. to get the living room? Because we had some people on the podcast <laughs> recently, it, Tilton Fenwick. Mm-hmm. They were talking about their first show house they did, which was the Hampton show house, but they got the basement. And literally, Sweet Sal said she cried. <laughs> <laughs> well. So we yeah. like, score, I get the living you room. You know what, though, Karen? I... I, I guess I, I'm, I'm becoming a little bit of a show house, um, I guess, veteran, we could say, because I've done about eight of them, mm-hmm. seven for traditional home, and oh, my wow. first room out in the Hamptons was in the basement. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't cry. I was just so grateful and happy to be there. I was like, oh, I got invited to the party. Mm-hmm. I'm good. I don't care if I have the closet. <laughs> yeah. I'll just decorate the heck out of it. And um, so I was in a dark basement room, but it was, you know, I made it a, a, a nice, as the best I could, I made it a nice bright room. So <laughs> it worked out. They invited me back. So that's awesome. Um, yeah. Do you find that doing show houses um, helps get clients? Does that, or is it the being featured in the magazine? Um, you know, Why think, do you do it? It's a combination. I, I think one of the wonderful things about show houses, and one of my favorite things, is um, the camaraderie. I've met so many great mm-hmm. colleagues and friends over the years, literally, just some of my closest. Um, friends in the business I've met and worked alongside at show houses. So that's a big plus. 
many of them, or I think almost all of them that I've done are, um, they benefit an organization, sometimes Southampton Hospital. I've done Kipps Bay here in New York, which benefits Kipps Bay Boys and Girls Club. So the, the capability or the um, opportunity to give back is a big plus. And of course, being featured in the magazine is, is always a thrill. Um, and yes, I have gotten a client out of pretty much every single show house really? I've done, thankfully, thankfully. And um, so that's Great. always yeah, that's always a, a good thing. That's an well. upside. Yeah, I've gotten some wonderful work out in the Hamptons, thanks thanks to that. Well, they are a lot of work and expensive. Yeah. So do you, is there a good bit of collaboration when you, like you were saying, you've made, made friends, but you know, when you're bringing the product in and working out, you, you know, you're placing everything, is there a lot of collaboration between other designers? When you know, I think there can be, Taryn. I, I've been like next door to some friends of mine and they're like, ah, oh, this art is not working. I'm like, I have an extra etching in the car. And mm-hmm. so it depends mm-hmm. on who it is. Um, I've always had some nice camaraderie and, you know, mm-hmm. a little back and forth. And um, I had the honor of being next to, to Phoebe Howard one year and I was kind of stuck on something and she was just so kind and generous. It was early on. It was a, a room that I did early on. And she said, why don't you just try whatever it was, special basket or something. And it just was, it was right in front of me, but I wasn't getting it until mm-hmm. Phoebe said, and I was like, thank you. So, you know, yeah. I think there is a lot of that give and take and support and, and camaraderie, which is so wonderful in this business. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It was friends. Yeah. 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 <laughs> well, tell us how you got started in the business. Oh, goodness. I grew up um, loving design. My grandmother in particular um, had a lovely house on Long Island. And then when I was in my early teens, my grandparents bought a house out in Palm Springs, California, which now, again, his resurgence is like the hippest place to be out in California. <laughs> and, um, and she decorated so retro and so hip, my 75-year-old grandmother. So I think <laughs> my introduction to, to style and unique um, decorating, I owe to my, my grandmother, Marie. <laughs> Yes. And it's something that I always did as a hobby. It was not my first career. It's not what I went to school for initially. Um, And then after I had my children a little bit later in life, a very successful designer friend of mine asked me to come work with her for her. I kind of just started in the fabric library, which was great. I can answer any question about any textile (laughs) house in the D&D building and just kind of slowly um, worked my way up to assist her on projects and assist her on a lot of show houses. And eventually she'd give me a room here and there. And I stayed with her for a while and and then went back to school and, and opened my own firm in 2003. So a little bit of family history, a close friend kind of guiding me into the business. And, and I love it. I love it. Yeah. That's great. Yeah. So often we hear it's just sort of a very organic journey, you know, where people aren't quite sure. They know they have this sort of, I don't know, bent towards design or something creative. And then eventually it channels itself into that, which is kind of cool. Did you, are you one of those who decorated your own childhood bedroom? I did. (laughs) I did. I moved the furniture. And if my sister wasn't sitting on something, it got moved because we shared a room and a bed until the day I left for college. Um, I did. And I was always helping, you know, my friends, even in college. I remember in college, my dorm room was in the yearbook is the nicest one on campus. And it wasn't that great, but it was homey, you know, and I feel like wherever you are, just bloom where you're planted and make it your own. So I, I went to college out in California, having grown up in New York, and it was hard. It was, you know, I was kind of shy and I got out there and I was like a little, little lonely. Um, and so I just, you know, made myself feel at home when I was in my dorm room. So <laughs> made me feel, you know, much more anchored and at home and peaceful. When yeah. I was and there. also your first time having your own bed. No wonder you were lonely. Yes. That's weird, <laughs> honestly, because you, that's, that would be very unfamiliar feeling. Yes, it was. I mean, my, yeah. well, because no. I did share a bed with my sister oh. literally until the day I left for college. But, like um, a bed, not a bedroom. A bed. Bed. A bed. Oh my gosh! Yeah. Okay, wow. I think I think a lot of um, a slightly older people did that with, with siblings. I don't <laughs> yeah. know. Yeah, well, you're. I'm probably I way older a, than you. I shared a room with I my sh- brother. I shared a bed with my sister oh, for did? a little while. Oh, okay, but we were too young, and it ended up being 
a mistake. Not so good. we went back to twins. But my mother did try for a oh, little while. There are five funny. girls in her family. Yes. Oh my goodness. So, okay. Yeah. So I'm used. To, I I know what you mean. I don't think I got my. I did not get my own room till my senior year in high school, and then I wow. left. Yes. Yeah, so. But people okay. didn't have like seven bedroom houses. Oh goodness. Back no. then, you know, like no. yeah, you just had the kids, and they went into right and one went, bathroom sure, for three yeah. or four or seven kids. Oh and, yeah, we you know we were happy. What did we know? Exactly. <laughs> well, my husband's Irish Catholic. He grew up in Long Island, mm-hmm. and he he's one of five. Um, but he tells stories about like, oh, the neighbors they had nine kids in a two bedroom house or three bedroom house or something, and he was like, it was always chaotic, but always mm-hmm. fun. I mean, yeah. like, I don't know how you'd survive. I would <laughs> lose my mind. But... I guess you didn't grow up that way. Yeah, no, no, just no. one brother. Okay. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I can't even fathom sharing a room with my brother. I don't even know. No, with know. a brother, no. With a sister? Yes. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. That's brother, fair. no. The brother's too far <laughs> But like when you're little too. I mean, when you're little, I don't think it's no, as yeah. big of a deal. But yeah. I mean, certainly not. I was little yeah. when I shared a room with my brother. Yeah. We had twin beds. Yeah. With its kinds, and I bought these for my son too, that you can either use as twins or they'll stack and make a bunk. Oh, oh of course. Okay. Yeah. Those are the Yes, yeah, because you yeah. feel like you have so much flexibility, you can totally redecorate your room <laughs> into very versatile bunks yeah. or twins. <laughs> and my older son had them because I have to talk about myself, of course. So my I bought them for my older son, he's the twenty five year old, uh-huh. and then when my younger son was old enough for a bed, we're like, all right, well, we'll give him the bunk beds, and you can have a bed, you know, regular bed. So. The very first night Jacob had these bunk beds. Have I told you all this? The very first night. Did he roll out of it? No. He, um, Joe and I were like out watching television and we hear like clunk clunk. So we go in there and he's like, um, he claimed he rolled out of bed. He's like, oh yeah, I just rolled out and I hurt my wrist. And we're like, you're fine. Get back in bed. So he kept like every 30 minutes. No, it really hurts, really hurts, really hurts. So finally by midnight, we're like, well, I guess we got to go to the doctor. He had broken his wrist in two places. Oh, goodness. And oh later gosh. admitted that he was jumping off the ladder. Oh, it was a top bunk. <laughs> well, he wasn't sleeping on the top bunk. He was oh. sleeping on the bottom bunk, but was climbing up the ladder and jumping off, pretending yeah. to be a superhero. Of course. Oh, boy. Bunk beds can be hazardous. I fell off a top bunk on my head uh-huh. once. Trying, you know, oh, yeah. I was going to dive into a pool or something silly with my brother. And- <laughs> It was hazardous. Yeah. It was not good. Night so, number no one. <laughs> At least he learned his lesson. He learned. Mm. Stop jumping off the ladder, you dummy. <laughs> <laughs> well, I loved how you spoke to, you know, decorating even your dorm room. Because we say a million times, because we feel that we know enough people around us that wait. There's this whole, I'm waiting till my, you know... This is my... My kids leave for college. Yeah. Or, my, yeah, or I buy a house. Or or, right. So what are some ways that even someone in an apartment can help infuse... So maybe they are more hesitant to buy their, fi- you know, this uh, high-end sofa or something that's going to, you know, in our minds is good construction. You can take that with you, reupholster. But to them, you know, maybe it's not yet. It's going to get dinged up. Um, what are some good, like, things you would start if you're starting out decorating your home? Well, I think a good sofa is imperative. Mm-hmm. Well, I do. See? I do. And you don't have to break the bank to get good quality. I mm-hmm. mean, you guys have some of the most amazing sofa frames that are so well made. Um, you know, I, I think that, um, you know, whether it, it, as long as it's a good frame and a good fabric, I don't think you should shy away from a, a good sofa. And it's yeah. worth the investment, just like a bed is, maybe not a bunk bed. <laughs> um, so I think a, so- a sofa is really important. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And how did you make your dorm room awesome? Um, you know, I was a, a dancer back then, so I just kind of carried that ballet theme. I had some of my Harvey Edwards art from the Los Angeles Art Gallery, and I just, there was just a big pink theme with my point shoes and a lot of, um, you know, it, it was just, just reflective of my personality, as I feel mm-hmm. like everybody's home should be, or mm-hmm. dorm room, or wherever wherever you are. Mm-hmm. So, um I don't know. I made some pillows, put them on my bed. <laughs> nice throw pillows. I think I might have even had a little trim on there and I love um, it. posters and, you know, so I, it just was homey. It wasn't your typical dorm room. But now, I think things have changed. I think now people do mm-hmm. put a lot into their dorm rooms. Mm-hmm. I know, um, yeah. you know, when I visited my daughter at college, I was like, okay, good. This 
So you didn't do it for her? Did you? She, my daughter Chloe, who lives here in the city, um, loves to do her own thing, and she's definitely inherited the gene. So um, I try to, you know, try very hard to step back and and maybe Mm. give her a little guidance, but she is really wonderful at it, and she knows what she likes and wants, and um, she has a great apartment here that um, she really did on her, a lot on her own. Well, that was my, actually my next question. Yeah. I just wrote it down. Mm-hmm. So, like, she didn't come to you and say, like, Mom, Mom, could, Mom. can we do this together? Or, um, she, Well, she was fortunate enough to inherit a few show house hand-me-downs that were in storage because I, I, over the last 12 or 14 years, I've done a few, and some of them, you know, some items sell and mm-hmm. some items get placed and some get put into storage. So um, she has a beautiful Stark rug in her first apartment that oh, was from Kips Bay. And uh, she's like, Mom, this rug is too good for me. And I said, Honey, it's sitting in the storage room and it doesn't fit anywhere in our house. So it fits perfectly in your apartment. Just take your shoes off when you come in the door <laughs> and enjoy it. So um, take care of it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So that kind of set a really nice, nice tone for her apartment. Does she have the same aesthetic as you? She does. She does. She's a little bit more, um, I think, a little bit more earthy, organic, which I'm actually appreciating and I think bringing more into my work, maybe because of her subconsciously. Mm. Um, But yeah, and being in the city, I think she likes to have that feel of the country. So, you know, a lot of organic tones and textures in her city apartment, which is great. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. How would you describe your style? Because in my mind, I have a very specific thing because of the show house. Right. The show house was pretty indicative of my style. Um, You know, I, I... I like classic and um, I guess a, a little bit, um, not conservative, but a little bit of tradition mm-hmm. backdrop to all of my rooms. Um, yet I like them to feel current and up to date. So I think it's kind of finding that blend of old and new and layering them harmoniously. I, I don't like anything to be one period or one type of furnishing personally. And most of my clients don't like that either. Thank Thankfully, it works out. But, um, you know, I just, I like to have a good mix of old and new, sometimes expensive, sometimes not at all. Um, And I think that makes things more interesting. And for me, one of the biggest things um, is art. And I I find that I use old art. You know, I didn't even realize I was doing it, but I Mm -hmm. find that I use old art, vintage paintings or little sketches that I might have picked up at a flea market and reframed or... um, you know, I, I, I think art is such an important accessory. Mm-hmm. So, so do you just go, I mean, really, is someone that wants to bring more art in, and I think your idea about old art is great because it's often more affordable. Yes, it is. And so you can, you know, yeah. you get something. You can find it at a tag sale. You can find it at a flea market. You can have your kids, depending on how talented they are, do some, you know, some things that you that you kind of blend in. I love to do an art wall. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, in a, in a room, you know, instead of one big piece, sometimes I'll do a, a collection or a montage and maybe mix in a convex mirror or, a, you know, some other interesting objects. But mm-hmm. you can create a really great look without spending a lot of money. Do you have, do you often have them reframed or do you like the old frames? Um, it depends. I, I like things that have a history and a past. And if it has a little chip or two on it, bring it to me because I, I prefer things like that mm-hmm. rather than perfect, perfect. But um, if the frame really doesn't suit the piece or doesn't suit the room mm-hmm. that it's going in, then I might make the investment. Although that that's where it can add up sometimes. Yeah. Yes, framing is expensive. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, so. we were talking to Gil Schaefer on an episode. Um, is this right? Yes. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. And um, he was telling us about a, a painting that he has in his bedroom that was his grandmother's but he just felt like it was too dressy and formal for the room. And so he just popped the frame off and just used the stretch canvas. canvas. Yeah. And so it kind of made it, you know, it's a very sort of formal painting, but without the frame, it felt right. totally different yes. and a little more fun, I guess. I agree. And I have framed things, just canvases. It's kind of, it's neat. It's kind of cool. And it's nice to mix it in. With and it's it. definitely less expensive. Oh, definitely. If you're doing it that yeah. way, for yeah, sure. Definitely. Yeah. And I do like it. Uh, just a stretch canvas. As a matter of fact, Caroline, to get back to that um, beautiful hand-painted screen mm-hmm. that you mentioned from the show house a few years ago, I opted not to frame that piece. Mm-hmm. It was just stretched, um, you know, and it, it wasn't framed. And I, I felt like in the context of the room and the location that it was better that way. Mm-hmm. So Well, it, yeah, because that was a pretty dressy room. Mm-hmm. So it's sort of maybe kind of 
brought it down a notch. Yeah, I brought it down a little. It was a dressing room, I agree, but it was also, I felt, very approachable. Oh, you yeah, know, There absolutely. was that banquette in the corner where you could kind of lounge over there. The sofa was, you know, inviting and mm-hmm. so comfortable. It, yeah. It, it was a dressy, but <laughs> kind of inviting at the same time. Yeah, I wanted to ask about that because it was very sophisticated, and maybe that's because of the color palette, elegant. Mm-hmm. Um and as I'm imagining in my mind what I feel like your house would look like, which would be this sort of serene palette. <laughs> you Stop are me if I'm wrong. Right, <laughs> yeah. right, Karen. Like a serene, sophisticated, elegant palette with two mm. children. Okay, mm. how did that work? Tell me uh, two children and what the boundaries dogs. were. <laughs> yeah, or how you um, dealt with that. You know, I don't believe in in designing without uh, you know planning on enjoying something. So um, my girls, I had girls, not boys, so that made a yeah, that little does bit help. of a difference. <laughs> um, they were pretty respectful and you know, it, nothing was off limits. You know, they just kind of were a little bit careful. And I'm probably the one who spilled the red wine on the light carpet, I'm mm-hmm, pretty sure mm-hmm. I was. Um, but you know, they, they were just respectful. But I also incorporate a lot of um, forgiving fabrics, indoor-outdoor fabrics. I know you have a lot in, in your collection mm-hmm. of fabrics because then you can have something that looks really nice and not have to worry about it. Mm-hmm. And I never wanted my family or my guests or anybody to feel like I, I can't sit here or I can't put the drink down here because that's not at all what home should be about. Right. right. So, yeah. Exactly. Um, you mentioned pulling the, the color palette out of the space you know, around the Hamptons, the, yeah, the yes. landscape. Yeah. Do you, do you decorate with blue a lot or do you kind of go in and, and look to the surrounding spaces for the color palette? You know, I didn't really realize how much I do decorate with blue until <laughs> somebody looked at my website and they said, you really like blue. And, um, <laughs> and I do, I do really love blue. I love the ocean. I love this, the sky. Um, I don't use it a lot on upholstery. I, mm. I, um, I tend to stay very neutral on upholstery because then if you decide one day you don't want blue in a room, it's so easy to, to really trans, you know, tr- just make a total transformation by changing a few accessories or yeah. pillows or a throw or a piece of art. And um, so I tend to stay very neutral on rugs and furniture, you know, the big more expensive investment pieces. Yeah. And then just kind of you can really change a room. And I have changed a room kind of seasonally, you know, taken down some drapery panels and put up something a little richer and warmer for the cooler months here in New York and um, a lighter linen or a sheer for the summer months. So it's it's so easy and there's so many wonderful opportunities and outlets like Ballard and mm-hmm. where you can just go, you know, buy beautiful, affordable things yeah. so easily right? that uh, you can make those changes. So, you know. One thing about that room that, well, okay, we've been asking this question a lot recently because... It seems like brown has been coming back up, and you use some brown, you know, some wooden. I hate to say brown wood because that's it, but like wood yeah, pieces wood. in yeah. your rooms. But yet, it was still light airies, and I think a lot of people have the misconception that using a brown piece of furniture is like too heavy for a space. Right. So, how do we use maybe some pretty brown wooden pieces while still keeping it? Yeah. overall area and I I think that you know that bit of a juxtaposition of um, a beautiful dark rich piece of furniture or if you have dark beautiful dark wood floors actually anchors and grounds a room and it makes those neutrals stand out more on their own mm. I think if everything is so monochromatic without a little bit of high and low or you know rich rich tones it would be a little a little bit too boring for me. So mm-hmm. I actually love infusing um, some depth and richness with antiques and even if it's not, like the Cora dining table, for example, mm-hmm. from from your Florentina line. I loved the tone of that table. It was that rich dark brown. Mm-hmm. And um, with the linen banquette and the Louis Sixteenth chairs, it, all in all light, those were in a light wood and with a light fabric. Yeah. I felt that that table just, you know, anchored that whole area of the room. Yeah. And um, same with a few end tables, you know, and so I think you need them. I think you need That's interesting. Things. I hadn't ever thought about it as, because we always talk about sort of contrasting things to help them have more power. Mm-hmm. Right. And I've never really thought about having the wood furniture really highlight the light things. Right. It really gives you the contrast so you, it, it feels does. light so it doesn't all feel washed out, I guess. Exactly. And then they just harmoniously complement each other. I think that it makes them each stand, you know, stand up mm-hmm. nicer. Even when you think about doing uh, a light linen sofa, if you put a, you know, a dark, really dark, rich leg on it, 
um, it just, you know, it shows off the, the light mm-hmm. linen much more. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So those right. are some good tidbits about layering, layering neutrals because I think there's also the people who are in the camp of if I do too many neutrals, you know, where does the eye land? Like, yeah, does it yeah. seem boring? Mm-hmm. So um, just infusing the tones and the textures have right. allowed it, your eye to move and... Yes, and maybe there is a pop here and there in a piece of art, as we talked about, or in a throw. You know, mm-hmm. you can you can take a throw in whatever color you want, in an Hermes orange or whatever, and just mm-hmm. kind of put it in there at a certain time of the year, or yeah, um, yeah. you know, and just infuse that bit of a of a punch or an accent so easily. Yeah, yeah. All right. So the room that you did, I feel like that's all <laughs> I'm talking about, but. Um, <laughs> Okay, I, I love talking about that room. You guys are going to have to look at the images so you know what we're talking about. But it's so on, It's on your Instagram, isn't it? It's, it's on my Instagram. It's on our, it's our, it's on our site. Our site, too. You oh, have yes. how, how to decorate. decorate. Yes. I'll link to it in the show notes, yeah. of course. Yeah. So, as we said, it's a very elegant, I guess, I wouldn't know if I'd say formal, but ele- sophisticated, elegant, but you said approachable room. Okay, so let's just imagine if we could that that is a, a family's living room where they watch television. Mm-hmm. Where would you have put the television in there? And I, would you have disguised it? Um, I do disguise televisions a lot. I think those DeGournay panels would slide open and the TV would be back there mm-hmm. in that room. <laughs> you can do that. You yeah. can do that. There were also, Karen, I don't know if you remember, some bookcases off to the yeah. side. Um, in my own home for a while, I had you know the doors that pocketed back and the TV pulled out and swiveled and eventually after 20 years of marriage my husband said I don't want to watch my football games down in the corner over there so I had to put it above the fireplace <laughs> so you can get creative it depends on the room you know if it's if it's a tv room and some people just want their equipment and their tv out there in the open great I've always tried to kind of camouflage it mm-hmm. I guess because I'm not a big I don't love looking at a tv screen although now I have a client who has a tv that actually has a painting on the screen um, it's really attractive. Okay, so I pitched this idea at work probably 15 years ago. Did you? To sell, because we sell art, right? We work right. with artists. Right. Um, I'm like, okay, well, why don't we sell, and this wouldn't work now because TVs aren't equipped like this, but why don't we sell a uh, DVD, like a movie, right? But it's got art from our artists, mm-hmm. and you just put it into your television, and, let and it's it on a, a screensaver. Like screen yeah. yeah. So you could either have it be one piece you love, or it could every hour change it or something. Mm-hmm. And so it looks like a piece of art. And I also That's kind of pitched idea. the idea of selling frames <laughs> that you could put over your television Those I have edge, seen. Those I have right? seen. Yes. Yes. Um, but then we were like, well, they'd have to be custom sizes because every television is very different. Blah, blah, blah. We couldn't quite figure that part out. Yeah. And no one really liked my art <laughs> idea like either. I like your idea, Karen. I think mm-hmm. you were onto something. Thanks. I, I would use that in a flash. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I'd like to camouflage the television as much as possible. But like in, in my house, my television is so ginormous that everybody would be like, that's a lie. That is not art. Your television <laughs> is like... The size of a sofa. (laughs) Yeah. I had clients once who did have an extremely large television and the wife did not like it. So we actually did a tapestry that was, you know, like a Roman blind. So it it could go up and you could put it on a remote and and the tapestry would go up when they wanted to watch TV and push a button and the tapestry would go down and you wouldn't even know it was back there. So, what other secrets do you have for TV? That that's a good yeah, one. Yeah, I've never heard that before, tap- but I like a it. A tapestry or a really beautiful fabric something. It doesn't even have to be a tapestry, I guess. You could pretend there's a window behind that TV. It could be, um, you know, a- any beautiful camouflage. Any textile. Mm-hmm. Yeah, any yeah. textile. Yeah. So the panels that you were that you were suggesting, you would have sort of hinged them so they folded back or would he just open it? I was thinking of sliding open on a sliding track, preferably with a remote. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Not manually. Easy, but easy. Yes. Yeah. I don't want to have to get up off the sofa. No. You, heaven you forbid. Like- yeah. Heaven forbid I have to move. You know how they make the kind of slips for headboards? Yeah. That's yes. what you need for your TV. Yeah. <laughs> just like a nice slip cover for your TV. Yes. That wouldn't look I weird. Think that's a great idea, Taryn. No. It depends on how it's done. That's true. Yeah. yeah that's embroidered. true. There you go. It I'll might- have my grandmother get to work right now yes. on a needlepoint. <laughs> well, that's like a tapestry. And in five years, yeah, it is. maybe yeah. you'll yeah. be able to hang it up. Maybe you need to find I want like a family a- portrait. Uh, <laughs> a giant family portrait. A needlepoint. That would be or more attractive than the TV. You're right. Definitely more attractive than the TV. Black velvet. It'll look just like the oh, television. Black velvet. <laughs> well... <laughs> 
And you're going to go to Elvis. <laughs> you took it there. <laughs> It'll be so hot. It's a new product idea. You'll see it on your Instagram feed soon, people. <laughs> She'll come down to my office and make me draw it. <laughs> so what style of homes do you usually work on? Oh, goodness. They kind of range, which is which is a good thing. Um, it's fun, probably. I, yeah. So I love working here in the city. Um, you know, which obviously space planning is a, a lot more important when you're in a, mm-hmm. a small apartment in the city. Although I've been lucky to do some some nice size apartments here in Manhattan as well, um, and a, a lot of ha- work out in the Hamptons. Mm-hmm. A lot of because of where we live geographically, a lot of um, homes oh. on the water or near the water, either mm-hmm. on Long Island or up in Westchester. Um, so uh, you know, a little bit of uh, city and country and beach homes, which is great. Yeah. I like to, to mix it up. I like to vary. So you mentioned doing a lot of neutrals and I, and certainly in the, the show house room, but, um, I felt like in your portfolio as well, there would be a lot of neutrals, but then there was usually like one color that was very prominent. And Suzanne, I think sort of does this a lot where she has one color and it's like, whether it's a strong color or even a soft color, like sometimes it's lavender. But it's, there's right. usually, I guess my, yeah. my yeah. point was, is there's usually like one color with lots of neutrals. Do you, do you ever do lots of color pairings where it's like, do you like, what, what, what colors do you like to pair with blue? I guess is sort of my question. Uh, White, <laughs> neutrals, <Yeah. laughs> linen, and a lighter blue. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I do, you know, now that you're saying that, I think I do tend to approach a room with a little bit of a color palette theme and then just mm-hmm. maybe in a piece of art you know, add a little, but I don't say, oh, I'm going to do a red. Well, I don't do red really at all. Mm -hmm. I'm going to do, you know, a green and blue and pink room today. I kind of do say this is my predominant color, Mm -hmm. whether that's right or wrong. It just kind of works for me personally and for many of my clients. Um, So I might, you know, take, take a variation of blues, but always neutrals mixed in. I do love working with lavender and lilac sometimes. Um, and I do love greens. I, lo- I love the colors that exist outside, I suppose, mm-hmm. you know, as I'm saying, and I'm mm-hmm. realizing blues and greens and um, I guess they're earth, earth tones, you yeah. know, or colors found in the landscape, really. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Sounds so I, soothing. I just feel like sometimes color is a hard thing to commit to. And, the, yeah. and so, I don't know, or maybe that's just me. No, I think <laughs> and all the more reason why you don't necessarily commit to it on your really big upholstery pieces. Mm-hmm. And listen, I appreciate bold color. And I know there are people who want, you know, primary bright colors. And, um, you know, nobody does them better than, say, Jamie Drake, for instance, or Tony Barada or Anthony Barada. Just, and I love their work and I appreciate their work. It's, yeah. it's not what I have in yeah. my home and it's not how yeah. I usually approach my my projects, but there's something for everyone. And there's something to be said for, you know, a lot of color, a colorful life and a colorful home. Yeah. So not me. <laughs> me neither, yeah. but, but there's something to be said for it. <laughs> but Taryn loves color. Like I color. Yeah. But that's and... my, that's my natural, right? Like I is to, yeah. It's part I'm, of your DNA. To yes. Yeah. I think it's part of your DNA. It you is. Know? And, and the sweater that I'm wearing yeah. came in cream. Yeah. And then it came in this color. And Why? I would have bought it gold. in cream. Right. Exactly. <laughs> Instead, I bought this goldy and color. It's beautiful. It's sort of 70s that probably will go out within minutes and the cream probably would have lasted. But I can't. It yeah. looks great on you. It does. And here's the thing is that. Like, if you lived in my house, you wouldn't be happy. And if I lived in your house, I wouldn't be happy. You know what I mean? So people, I guess the lesson is, huh? Find your happiness. Yeah, I guess the lesson is be comfortable with what you're comfortable with and don't be like, don't don't question. Don't try to follow trends and don't try to copy. Just figure out what makes you happy. I mean, this world is crazy and getting crazier, unfortunately. And to be able to turn the key in your front door, wherever that is, and Mm -hmm. however large or small it is, and just have that like, ah, you know, I'm home and this is me and this is where I'm going to just, you know, it's it's the sanctuary no matter where it is and, and what it is. So yeah. whatever makes you happy is a personal <laughs> thing. Right. Well, it yeah. can be an expensive mistake to try to emulate someone else because mm, you're just right. like, oh, look at that. And they've got some, it's the same thing with the wardrobe right. where you go into a store and you're like, all right, everybody's wearing this. Mm-hmm. I'm going to get it. 
getting the red lipstick. Yeah, and then you you get it home and you (laughs) stare at it, or every time you put it on, you don't feel comfortable. It doesn't suit you, and there's a reason. And so buying the stuff for your home that you feel, like you said, very comfortable with, it's going to make you feel good in the long run. Absolutely, Mm -hmm. in every way, yes. I agree. And I do totally agree, but I'm also one of those, I'm always like so inspired by the, you know, like every time I've stayed somewhere in a beautiful, (laughs) yes, it feels so, so good. So I will say there is that like pull to want to be like, yeah both you know I think the, the best of both worlds is if you're fortunate enough to have a few different rooms and maybe you have that room that you go into um, that's more calming and soothing and more neutral and then maybe there's you know something a little more clubby and dark mm. and mm-hmm. um, I remember one of my daughters Caroline when she was growing up she said she wanted a black and white room and I thought okay really didn't fit in my home anywhere but um, <laughs> we got her a zebra rug and then I got her to do a little bit of purples with it and it was it was her she's a bright girl and mm-hmm. um so you know it, it has to be reflective of your personality but if you're yeah. fortunate enough to have a, a little bit of something here and there that's, that's the best of both <laughs> exactly yeah. well you're totally right my yeah. bedroom is a soft blues right. and linens yeah. and so as you transition through my home it actually gets more muted like, because mm-hmm. you come oh, from in the it's, main mm-hmm. place out to like my four years mm-hmm. bright color and yep. then like bright colors through the linen or yeah. textures in my living room. And then, literally, as you continue to go, I feel like we get more muted and muted till, <laughs> right. till the bedroom is very calm. And right. so, I'm, I was lucky enough that it was. I kind of like, yeah, ha- did the kind of more, which is a push for me to do neutrals. Right. That's why yeah. when I was asking, I was like, okay, how do you accomplish this? Yeah, sometimes I'm like, now I have too much linen. <laughs> you can never have too That's much right. linen. Never. You can never have too much linen. I, right? I think you also have to, um, you know, know how you're going to use the space. Like mm-hmm. I love, I had this client who had a, a very neutral home, but in her powder room off the foyer, I used this bright Kelly green Philip Jeffries grass cloth. And it was mm. so great. And, you know, she's not going to hang out in there for hours trying to relax. But when her guests went in and there were candles in there and there was this really cool mirror, that Kelly green was like, wow, this is a really beautiful powder room. Yeah. So I think if you like figure out how you're going to use the room or who else is going to be using it and maybe mm-hmm. just pick and choose where you put that bit of a punch. Agreed. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I also feel like as I get older, my tastes change. It's interesting. You know what I mean? True. Yeah. I have a little more appetite for a little more color, even in my wardrobe. Right. Where, That's you know, great. if you looked at my wardrobe five years ago, it was all a gray, white, black or navy. Right. And now for once in a while, there's like a fuchsia coat or That's great, a print, you know. Yeah. yeah. And you mm-hmm. just evolve over time. But I yeah. think much like, like decorating, if you have that fuchsia coat or that chartreuse scarf or whatever, you can take a, a pretty bland outfit. Like, this is my uniform, my white <laughs> shirt with yeah. my jeans. But if I put on a great sweater or necklace or earrings like mm-hmm. Taryn's wearing... You know, that's what gives it that. And then you can, and, and it depends on your mood. You know, yeah. if you wake up one morning and you're like, I'm going to just kind of be a shrinking violet today, or I am going to take on the world, and you put on that bright color, mm-hmm. you know, it's nice to have the versatility that's easily right. with just a yeah. quick little accessory change. Well, and you also, after, since you have all those neutrals, you have a good foundation for, yeah, anything else. It's a great spring yeah, you're yeah, talking yeah. about. Yeah, absolutely. For more linen. But if you had everything in fuchsia. <laughs> but you can get Kelly Green linen. That's right. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, but if you actually think about it, you would say my house is colorful, correct? Mm-hmm. My upholstery, the actual upholstery is linen. And then I did that blush pink. On, my favorite on color. Chair, on a chair. Color. But, but that's what's all paired together. It's two linens. And but it so it's the pillows that are making you feel that way, and lamps, and it's an art, and, and a throw, and mm-hmm. a rug, maybe. Or, Which, yeah. to your point too, like the accessories, mm-hmm. I've swapped all those items out already four times in this living there yeah. for six years. Right. So you're like, as soon as I found a new art or a new pillow, it swapped yeah. these out. Some dilemmas like from our listeners. Yes. Okay, you're okay. You're help yes. Them. So we need brilliant. your expert advice. Okay. Um, this first one is from Nicole. 
And she writes, I'm recently married and my husband and I are putting together our first home. I'm really struggling to make our spaces warm and inviting. It feels like we need so many things, like a dining room table, for example. (laughs) Yes, you do. (laughs) We all say yes. Yes. Um, We recently updated our fireplace, so we need to mount the mantle back on the wall and also paint the rooms. We have chosen classic gray for walls and simply white for trim. Both Benjamin Moore. I like spaces that are light, bright, and tailored. I'm on the more traditional side, but still want something that reflects the young couple we are. There is also an awkward window to a space that used to be a porch, but is now an enclosed sunroom. All right, can I describe it? You yes. know, I like to. Mm-hmm. So it looks like she lives in an adorable, I'd say, 20s bungalow, if I had to mm-hmm. guess. Yep. It's a very long room. One end of it is the dining room, um, which has two windows. Out on, on two walls. There's a window on two walls and then a door on the third wall. So there's really no like wall in the dining room, uh, which is open. There's a hallway in the middle where you walk in the front door. And then on the other side of that is the living room where she has a fireplace on one wall, a doorway on one wall, another window, and then a window on the third wall. So she's got a lot of doors and windows mm-hmm. and a fireplace. All right. What should she do, Kate? Well, I, I think the dining room table is a given. Right, you need a <laughs> um, table. It, I, I think I spy two of your Dana chairs in the background over I there. I do too, mm-hmm. I love them. Um, and those are, those are, oh, those are my, something of my favorites. So I think, <laughs> um, I think maybe a, little, a couple more of those would mm-hmm. be great. And a round table, perhaps? You know, and if a budget is an issue, she could get our little party table with a skirted tablecloth. Exactly, I have done that many times, and I own that thing, and it looks great. It does, and until you can afford a real table, but a a skirt is kind of expensive. Well, if you get our essential ones, true, it'll be a great one with boyan fringe on it. Yeah, you'll probably Mm -hmm. like three hundred bucks, I bet, and you'll be done. I would guess, and they're forty-eight inches round. Or you just invest in the Cora table. And get a few few more of those Dana chairs. Get the Bow Designs credit card because you can do it 12 months, no interest. Right. And there's often (laughs) sales. Oh, my God, Karen. I'm not. I'll shamelessly plug because I'm not associated at all. But you have such great products at such great prices. Um, And the fact that she already has what I – it looks like two of the Dana chairs, isn't it? Yeah, it does look like it to me. they need to get away from the wall and pull into a round table maybe with two more of them. Mm -hmm. Um, And – I think that the living room is off to a wonderful start. I love that cocktail table. She has our linen collar sofa. Yeah, she yeah. has pretty so, stuff. Um, she has great taste. Yeah, she has I think good it's, foundation it's pieces. Absolutely. The fireplace is lovely. What about um, window treatments? Do you think she needs window treatments? You know, I think it depends there again on your style. A lot of the furniture here is, um, including the sofa, is pushed back a little bit. So I don't know that draperies would easily work, Karen, mm-hmm. but maybe some seagrass shades or fabric romans if she wants a little bit of interest mm-hmm. it's monochromatic which i love but i think a little bit of interest here and there maybe a, p- a few pieces of art um we need to come up with a, a plan to camouflage those cords wait which one of you hid the cords in your conference room was it Karen? that's me i'm obsessed I, with cords I, I am as well and i remember your story about what did you use a garden stool yes, upside down I shoved them all up in ta- and, inside a garden okay. stool <laughs> so there's got to be something you can suggest for this mantle because it's it, it's my you know it's my nemesis as well but there's some beautiful decorative boxes or um the Suzanne Kassler bisque lamp slips are right. so great because they're different styles and you can you can hide stuff behind those yeah. with duct tape. Definitely. <laughs> Here's something so, that I do, which you may not be able to do here depending on how deep the mantle is, but mm. I take those little – and Karen, you have the wireless one, so that's nice. If you can get a wireless – A Bluetooth. Or a Bluetooth, I'm sorry. Cable box. Cable box, oh. that's nice, but ours is not that fancy. But it, if you think about a cable box, it's almost like the size of a book. Mm-hmm. So I'd put a stack, two stacks of books on our console that's under right. the television. Right. And I put the cable box between two books. So it blends in. So it just looks like I have two black books. Like That's great. One of them is like, you know, an art book. And then you have the cable box. And then you so have another book idea, on top. Caroline. So it just looks yeah. like yeah. a third yeah. book. Love that idea. But she might have to get like some more like hardback novel mm. types. Right. You know, just it's so pretty See how she's got the cord coming down the middle of the television? Here's yes. what you do. Get some duct tape. Tape it to the back. Tape it down the side so that all the okay. cords come off the side of the television. Mm-hmm. And then you're going to have more of an opportunity to like put your books and maybe like a little sculpture on top of the book mm-hmm. and hide yeah. all your little cords on the side. Because yeah. if you've got them coming down yeah. right below your TV, that's going to be harder to yeah, shove is. something in there that's just but the I right think height. It, I think this room is, you know, this whole space is off to a really great start. Maybe a lamp on that pretty chest over there with a piece yeah. of art above it. I think she needs um, to lose those two light fixtures. 
the, the light fixtures could definitely easily and not oh, too expensively yeah. like be improved upon. Right. They're dinky feeling and they're it makes your room feel smaller than it is. They're, again, they're boob lights. Yeah. <laughs> and there's matching ones, one in the living room and one in the dining room. And the rooms are generously sized, you know, a lovely, and you, you don't right. have, like you said, you don't have to spend a lot on a chandelier. Yeah. And I think I would do a different one, perhaps a little lower over a round table on the dining room side, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And... Um, Maybe so one tighter up to the ceiling on the living room side. Where the television is, yes. Mm-hmm. Yes, absolutely. So you would do two, even though these rooms are pretty much one big room with a header between, mm-hmm. you would do, you're okay to do two different Absolutely. Lounges. I think they're defined. One is the dining area and one is the living area. Yeah. Um, I also think some green in here would be great. Bunny's mm. fig leaf tree. What's the Bunny Williams tree? Oh, the tree? fiddle leaf fig. Fiddle leaf, fiddle leaf tree. Yeah, my yeah. go-to. A plant. That is like the most realistic, Isn't beautiful. It, great? it was in It was in that Hamptons room. It's and an amazing I tree. Where we sold 50 <laughs> of them from there. I think somebody was actually watering it. It was so realistic. <laughs> oh, my God. I do. I think my assistant was like, I watered the tree. I'm like, it's fake. <laughs> oh, my and gosh. I had, amazing. Honestly, I have probably had cow- so many people ask me, where did you get that tree? And I'm like, here. Ballard. And then I did my husband's offices. He um, he switched law firms and I did their offices. And I probably have about 10 of them in their offices. And yeah. hopefully no one's watering them. But they're very realistic looking. And I very. As long as someone's dusting. As long as someone's dusting. <laughs> yeah, they're, easy, they're easy to dust with, it, with a jam bag. But some height and some green, maybe where she has the two dining, the Dana chairs, something there yeah. would be really pretty. For yeah, someone. something to grab your eye back in those corners. Yeah. yeah. That's, what I, okay, that's I, what I would suggest. I do have an opinion about her window treatments. Okay. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I, I do too, but I want to keep it to myself. <laughs> well, well, okay. No, you that's why you're you here. Yeah. Well, yeah. they're not special. Well, no, you go ahead, Caroline. They're okay, not really you special. Know, I want to hear your thoughts. I was, and maybe they're just for privacy. Maybe she right. She has sort of know, sheer. What would you call them? They uh, look just like little. Oh, uh, she needs to eighty-six. Those. There's some kind of sheer blind yeah. thing. Or put a layer over them. I don't like, know. Okay, so well, this is what I was going to say. I feel like because it's one room. Oh, they're louvered. I they're can louvered. See yeah, they're like yes, louvered. They're, they're, yeah, they're, yeah. they're probably just for privacy, yeah. not for aesthetics. Yeah, throw those maybe. out. <laughs> they're like those metal cheapo ones that come in a rental house. And I bet I, they came I've with hats. Yeah, I've had those in so many a mm-hmm. many a home. Yeah, mm-hmm. but this is what I would do. If, and I'm assuming that you bought that. Like this is your actual house yes not they, your this is their first home they yes. recently purchased mm-hmm. so okay because the rooms are the same i feel like they need to have coordinating window treatments in the dining room in the room. dining room and living room mm-hmm. but I would agree. because of what kate said with the the um sofa pushed up against the wall wall well it's up against the window mm. um i was thinking maybe you do like a wooden blind you know like a really attractive and you can get these at like home depot or lowe's and they'll custom mm-hmm. cut them down for you for whatever size your window is they do mm-hmm. they will they'll cut them down yeah. for you yeah yeah cool i did not mm-hmm. know that yeah um yeah. so you do i would do like the mm-hmm. same woven blind on all of the windows in the whole mm-hmm. room Mm-hmm. But then, because this is a dining room, I think you need to do like a fun patterned drapery, drapery yeah. on the outside. Maybe you don't even use them for privacy, right. but just uh, but be ha- but having that one blind yeah. all the yeah. way around will help like unify. Yeah, unify. Yeah, but yeah. she could do like you were saying, Kate. She, she could do use the same pattern, do the panels in the dining room, and then do a Roman true. Uh, shade in the same fabric in the living room that's true that would that would nicely tie them together and what about a rug in the dining room she needs a rug that's bigger than what she's got she's got a tiny little rug in there that's not big enough that get another, actually looks like two bath towels. Get another seagrass rug. Oh, it might be. Yeah, I don't think yeah, she has a rug in I there think, yet. I think yeah. she's just protecting her pretty floors. <laughs> You're right. Yeah. You're right. Bath towels are not rugs. They are beautiful. But don't worry. We, <laughs> no, we don't I think, think that's she, I think she's one of us. I think she's just starting out. Yeah, well, she really is mm-hmm. like, okay, what do I need for the space? Oh, and look, she does have some greenery there. And look how pretty it looks. A right? little basket a nice with a plant in it. Yeah, so yeah. More which is of nice. The, a little more of that in a sunroom would be pretty. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, some textiles, okay. I think, are going to yeah. make her feel textiles better. Textiles will warm it up for sure. Yeah, and that the easiest way to do that is with the drapery. Yes. What it, okay, one last question, ladies. And she needs some side tables and all that stuff yeah. because mm-hmm. floor um, lamp. her sofa could move a little closer to her uh, living uh, front door. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. move it down the wall. Uh-huh. It'll put a side table next to it. That gives you room on the other end for more side tables, lamps, and et cetera, mm-hmm. et cetera. Okay, but to the left of her fireplace. Mm-hmm. is Which is empty right now. Right, it's That's empty. Mm-hmm. And then there's a doorway and then an arch and then the dining room. What should she put? I have an idea 
but you guys go first. Well, you have an idea. So you well, because I have a space almost just like this in my house to the side of my fireplace. And then there's a hallway and there's not really much you can do. But you see it right when you walk in and blah, 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 blah. I put, um, like I said, I'm mostly neutral, but I have a little orange X bench right there, which is my one little color in the room. Mm-hmm. And then I've stacked some prints above it on the wall, which I think would be a nice counterpoint to the other side of her uh, fireplace where she has a chest where she needs a piece of art or a mirror or something over that chest and a lamp over that. Um, but then it's great. great, Yeah. The little X bench is great because then you pull it up. I have two of them. I have another one tucked in another spot in the room, but then you pull it up for extra seating when, Mm -hmm. or you can put them. I also move them in front of the fireplace sometimes. Or you drop your groceries on it. Yeah, exactly. It's a great little spot and it's a, it's a nice vehicle for either pattern or color. Even if you don't want it to be a color, it could be a neutral pattern. That's just something a little bit of interest when you walk in right there. Yeah. I think that's a great idea. Yeah. And maybe a series, like four prints above it. Is that yeah. what you do? Yeah, up tall. I have three yes. that kind of go up yeah. high. Height. So it gets at TV. least as high as your television. Yeah. Yes. Good idea. Mm-hmm. I like that. Way to I go. Like so, okay, <laughs> if she has a chest on the other side of the fireplace, mm-hmm. and she's doing these maybe two, maybe one X bench with prints, what do you put above the chest on the other side? A big mirror, a big a mirror piece of art. and a lamp. A mirror mm-hmm. would be pretty with a, a beautiful lamp mm. with a nice shade in front of it. Maybe just something round. A round mirror. You know, because we've yeah. got the, the big old square TV. Yeah. And we've got the, well, something I'm assuming lovely, square yeah. prints that would go up. Unless you did like round, a series of round mirrors, sunburst mirrors or something. Or, or starburst. Above Sam. your X bench, then you could do a square on the other yeah. side. Yeah. Well, I think if you're doing a grouping of art to the left of the fireplace, one One big solid yeah. thing on yeah. the other side. Yeah. 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 Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, I like She's it. She's off to a really good start. She's got now. great stuff. Yes. Good and stuff, Nicole. It looks like Nicole. a beautiful home. You have well great done. taste. Mm-hmm. Okay. And maybe you could take that door off if you don't need it. <laughs> She's got a, a sunroom, right? Right. Mm-hmm. See that door there that's going out there? I don't know if you need it. Unless it could you've be got, a French door. Yeah. To let the light through. Oh, but I it like looks, the door. I don't mind the door. But it looks like it's in her way. Is it? See, I'm, I'm it's opening in onto that chest Karen right now. Where if it's not needed, she and she can take it off. It would be nice. But if you're going to have kids out there playing video games and you want to shut it up and so you can't hear it all, right. you might want to keep it. But it actually looks like a French. Oh, it door. might be a French door. Now yeah. Look again. It has yeah. panes in it for sure. Okay. So hopefully it is. So it will look like Could be right. pretty if it's closed. Mm-hmm. My sister had a sunroom like that, and she um, a very very similar, and she did take the doors off, and even with the kid, it made it. The sunroom was like the kids' toys, all the kids' toys in there. Mm-hmm. Um, but took the door off, and it worked. She could also move the chest to the other side. I see an outlet there. And put a mirror above it. Uh huh. With lamps, like you said. And do the bench with the art on, the, on other the other side. side. Yeah, I think that's a great idea. Yeah, because then it wouldn't feel like the door's banging into your chest too. Exactly. Ooh, I hate when the door really bangs into your chest. Yeah. <laughs> and I think when you walk no, in, true. having lamps right there in the night, in the evening, have that one lamp on a dim setting when you walk down. in with your mirror yeah, art, nice tray be so pretty, keys be a beautiful absolutely. moment when you walk in. I love that. Is there an outlet there for her lamp? Yes. Yes, there is. Mm-hmm. And we can Salute. hide it with the chest. Yes. Perfect. Beautiful. <laughs> Done. Solved all the problems. Didn't <laughs> all the problems. Well, it's Next. beautiful. Yeah. Nicole, we we're talked real it all through. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, thank you, Nicole. Awesome. Writing in. Kate, tell everyone where they can find you and follow you and see your work and all that good stuff. Oh, okay. We are on um, Instagram, Kate Singer Home. Uh, Facebook, Kate Singer Home. (laughs) Um, Website, Kate Singer Home. Um, Yeah, so it's pretty easy. Okay. Kate with a K. Good continuity. Yes. Continuity. Easy to spell. (laughs) Good branding. Mm -hmm. And I will put a link in the show notes to the show house we did together because obviously everyone's going to want to look at that since we talked about it. Oh, thank you. <laughs> so much. Thank you again for all your support on that project. It's gorgeous. It's one of my favorites of all time, of clients and show houses. Oh, good. One of my favorite yeah. things. Yeah. It was beautiful. Yeah. Stunning. <laughs> all right. That's our show. Thank you so much for listening. You can leave us a review in your podcast app and subscribe to the show. We would love to read your reviews and we want you to subscribe so that it downloads straight to your phone. Super easy. Um, of course, send your questions to podcast at ballarddesigns.net and follow us on social media at Ballard Designs. And I think I covered everything. I think that's it. <laughs> and, <laughs> until next time, happy, happy decorating. decorating.